What's up, beautiful people? This is the 44 Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm host Jamal Bogle. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. This is episode 11, The Music Game Part 3 with Fred P. It all starts with the concept. The 44 Lifestyle aims to help black people see these concepts come to fruition. Through the sharing of information, knowledge, and professional resources, we will support the communities for progress in building wealth, nutrition and exercise, and educational services like tutoring and teacher development. The resources that we share across generations will continue to build long-lasting health and wealth for the black community. Bam! You gotta see it, you gotta see it. But now, man, I just, uh, I, I came back from Memphis. I had to go back and get my car, man. Um, but y'all seen this building. I wasn't trying to, I, I posted it um, on uh, social media, man. But uh, I seen this building, it was the 44. It said the 44 on there. It had the numbers 44 on there. I was like, yo, I just took it as a sign, man. I'm gonna claim that, Jordan. It's gonna, it's gonna be mine when the time is right. But uh, yeah, man. Yeah, gotta see it. But uh, see more. Boom, man. That was the original. But man, if you know, you know. But uh, 44 updates. The website is up, so make sure that you go check out the website, the44lifestyle.com. Uh, go subscribe for monthly updates, special offers, and more. Also follow the 44 on Instagram at the44lifestyle. Man, definitely want to stay tuned. Have some things cooking up. So man, make sure you lock in with me. Subscribe. Definitely want to subscribe. Some good things coming up. Um, and yeah, stay tuned. Uh, but diving into the episode, continue the music game talk this week with the homie Fred P. Man, the homie Fred P is a gospel artist, songwriter, and producer. And man, and also soon to be father as he and his wife uh, will have their first child, man. So congrats, bro and sis, man. Love y'all for real, for real, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, while uh, listening to his story, uh, in this episode, make sure that you pick up the gems, especially around uh, humility and resilience that you'll need in this music game. Uh, Magmaw, Mogul talked about it. I call it Magmaw, but it's Mogul Mall. talked about it uh, in the music game uh, part one. You heard Coda talk about it a little bit, but definitely listen in uh, how Fred P talks about and describes it. Um, and opportunities, man, that you can give up um, without having humility and some resilience in this, man. Um, <clears throat> So definitely listen up and catch those gems. He's also an educator, so we dive into why having a solid music program in schools is extremely beneficial for kids, especially our kids, black kids, man. Uh, so without further ado, here we go. Listen up. When I was here for the school, because his um his dad gotcha. his dad um has a church. He's a bishop. Super um, dope. And they have this big. They have a nice sized building, and just okay. don't use it. I was like, bro, man, we got a link. So just been working on that here. It's super dope. Um, yeah, 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 man. Pull that off, make that work, man. That'd be real dope. So I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah, sure. we go way back. <laughs> man, I was like, man, y'all, y'all niggas here. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> this some, this some real stuff. <laughs> um, right, right, right. Hometown. Man, I need to. Uh, I should have. Um, I wanted to get a low key checking session so people know what uh, Memphis checking like. <laughs> so I was gonna show some pictures. I was gonna show some pictures of the kids and some crazy shit. <laughs> Just start lighting them up. Oh. <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> like Memphis, Memphis leaves a, a lasting impact on people. You don't even know why. Because like I said, I ain't from Memphis. Yeah. So when I, but like my town, like bro, like we check the same way. Mm-hmm. But Memphis mm-hmm. just on a whole different spectrum, bro. Cause them niggas don't know how to stop. <laughs> don't. And don't. <laughs> and what's it rolled out for go to, It was the group of 10th graders. Uh, what's the? Ah, damn, I forget. Tommy name. Neil. Not even Tommy. The uh, the boy that fucked up hairline. Um, Ooh, light skin. Howard. How? Yes. Howard. He's <laughs> gracious. 
Yo, his joint like the stock market headline ass. Like, that yo. nigga got a field goal post. <laughs> his joint, no matter. And he had a nerve to try to diet one day. Like, bro, your joint is oh, man. done. Bruh. But now nah, they, they oh. check all day. Like, bro, you come in the morning from the... Be- as soon as you get off the bus, y'all checking. Y'all checking through our class. Y'all checking at lunch. Y'all checking and at the pencil. Like, how do y'all kinda, get tired like, of this? It's kind of like bullying, bro. Like, With bro, them, though, the they kid- all friends. Nah, bro, but the kids, they do that to the teachers, bro, because they oh, get yeah. on social media, bro. <laughs> they get on social media and be like, bro, y'all see Mr. Carter had hair today? <laughs> How that nigga get waved so fast? Yeah, that nigga had that nigga had like a Q-tip yesterday. Today, that I'm... motherfucker look like lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Tommy legit like was legit like how he get waves that fast <laughs> like Lee legit was trying to figure out like bruh. like yo bro that's not even his man bro like niggas <laughs> get on bro they get on their social media they bro. don't like, care they will check anybody <laughs> yo that's the game powerful right. man man that shit had me cracking on when I first heard it man it, Memphis Memphis has its own like. This culture. I'm gonna just say it culture. Is. Cause it checking, is. Cause checking is part of the culture. You know what I'm saying? Man, you, you, they, they, you come out the womb <laughs> checking in Memphis. Like you, that's yeah, your like first words. Like you checking. Like it's not even real. Like it's the culture. Like it's not even. Bullying. Yeah. Opposed to like you go somewhere else and like Memphis people be like, ah, right, what up, bro? What up, bro? Yeah. Big nose and yeah, you know like that. <laughs> but like that don't mean no harm, bro. Cause usually right. if you check another Memphis person, they kind of like, ooh, right, 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 okay. right. Come here, but some places like people that ain't that that ain't the culture, so they be ready to jack. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, nah, I noticed that too. Like the greeting, like you you checking in the greeting, but it's love. Like that's, that's yeah. the funny part. Like it's, it's yeah, part of it. like if you if you if you ain't on the culture, you are gonna be mad. Like this nigga coming at me, like yo, I don't even know you like that. Like yeah. nah, bro. Like that's just how we say hello. Yeah, man, for real. <laughs> if for I ain't talking like, I would have kept it real dry. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> to, yeah, bro. Like to the point to where like. Like I don't have to know you to check you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's just a part of it. But I've learned, you know, with traveling so much and then having friends with somebody everywhere, even you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It just depends on the vibe. Right, like, right, I, right. I, I right. can I can feel the vibe. Like when I first met you, I'm sure I checked you the first time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I was like, what? But I was like, okay. I was already kind of pre-warned. Like, okay, this was gonna be like. Yeah. So but it was funny yeah. as hell. Yeah, you had a disclaimer already. You no, know? nah, if I ain't not, I'm like, this nigga coming at me. Hold up. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Hold hey, you up, fit bro. in like a glove, though, bro. You fit in man. like a glove. Yo, I bang with Memphis Heavy, man. Like, yeah, definitely. Man. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. Nigga, you from Philly, though. So, I mean. Yeah. Y'all but I, y'all I, I think, thinking. yeah. But it's, it's different vibes in Philly. But, like, I think it's it's kind of like Tulsa in some ways. I think it has a bigger population. So it definitely has more of a, a downtown life and just a, like a, a nightlife. Yeah. For the, for, but as far as like the vibe, like people knowing each other, people kicking like this, same kind of vibe. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I definitely sure. bang with Memphis, man. For so, sure. For sure. Yes, sir. Man, so um, you went into, you were already doing music before you went into Memphis. Uh, you don't, you don't, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I was... I'm kind of like a prodigy, man. My my mom uh, was a musician, man. Like she did choir workshops, man. Okay. Uh, my parents had a, a gospel group. 
uh, before I was even born. So I was kind of born in it. My mom tells the story all the time of how uh, when she was pregnant with me, I used to kick her in the stomach every time she started playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every time like she would be on the organ playing um, on Sunday, Sunday morning, man, I like kind of like excitement. Yeah, I was kicking it. My mom was like, "Boy, I want to kill you." <laughs> <laughs> she but man, it, like man, you, you toe tapping up in there, getting this. Yeah, <laughs> man, like yes, and and man, I actually started playing drums when I was two years old. Oh wow! Okay, man, my folks got videos of me, um, VHS um, tapes of me, man. My dad and mom was singing, man, and now I'd be on the front row. With drumsticks beating man. on everything. Yeah, <laughs> so it just—it's—it's it's always been a part of my life, man. So okay, I was definitely—I would say—I was definitely born into to the music, man. In which, in which, to be honest, is the reason why I did move to Memphis. Because if you know the history of, of Memphis and and the musicians who mm -hmm. come out mm -hmm. of the city, man, like they're all over the world. But it's just. In, in Memphis, man, you got thousands and thousands of musicians. There's no like, like man, this nigga right here cold, this person right here cold. Right. Now in Memphis, everybody can play. Like yeah. everybody can produce, man. And it's, it's kind of, I've never been scared mm -hmm. of throwing myself out there. You know what I'm saying? I right. came here to be around better people mm -hmm. so I could uh, ultimately get better, man. And the fruits of that showing now what I'm doing. So I'm grateful for it. Yeah, we could probably dive that dive into that a little bit, but um, that that side of not being afraid, like, cause that's what, when you when you become a creator and when you put yourself out there when you're trying to do that, you got you can't take that that um if you have a bad day or like your music not bumping like you want to, like you still got to persevere through all that, like that that just come along with the process. You got to have man, thin, got to. man. And the good thing about being a creator, man, you meet other creators. Literally last night at like twelve thirty, uh, my homie from where is AJ at now he's from California but he lives in Selmer I think now okay. anyways man he hit me up I was like bro I've been listening to this song back and forth man I hate it now you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. I'm like hold on hold on bro maybe you just been listening to it too much you wrote the song you produced the song mm -hmm. let me put my ear on it and then I'll give you my critiques you know type thing and I listened to it bro it was amazing Mm. Like, I tweaked a couple things and it's A1. He's like, bro, thank you so much. And people do that to me. Like, That's you love. know. That's love. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'll let you <laughs> right. I'll let you hear my stuff I'm like, all the time. Yeah. Always just nodding, head nodding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you wanna and you wanna be in relationships with people mm. who not only listen listen to your genre of music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Like you, you wanna like you wanna let people who don't even honestly don't even believe in God. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like just to listen to the vibe because mm -hmm. one thing about a vibe, bro, a vibe has has no feelings, no like no no emotion for a vibe. If it feel good, man, it just it just feel good. And right. I, I, I shoot my stuff to different people for different feedback. Yeah. So like one of my students, hey do it is the vibe dope? Yeah. Cool. My grandma do you see the message? Do you see yeah. the message? Do you think somebody can get closer to Christ? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Listen to this. You know what I'm saying? My wife, she'll be like, hold on, your keys are too loud. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> real detail. That's good, though. Yeah, man. Getting that to, feedback to from a, different ears. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just to be real around it, man. And like, and like I said, man, with not being afraid, man, you would throw yourself out there. Like, I shoot my stuff to people who got 
big, big names, way mm-hmm. bigger than mine. And, and my thing is, I feel like I can sit at the same seat, at the same table uh, with y'all, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's just like, I, I just got that confidence, man. And I feel like soon, here pretty soon, bro, I, I'll be at the big table. And, Hell yeah. And somebody else who just like me, I'm gonna tell them, what are you scared about? Hit me mm-hmm. up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, man, what you talking about? <laughs> if the music right. dope, it's dope, man. Yeah. I went like what's the what's that balance you think of being confident versus like cocky or being like sometimes when you're I guess not necessarily too friendly, but like if you're too cool, like people could take advantage of it. Like what's that balance on those two things like so that? so the, the the two greatest examples that I can give, man, I man. I've always been humble to the point to where, man, I've written songs that have like been nominated for awards and stuff, bro, and mm-hmm. I didn't receive a dime for it mm-hmm. out of the kindness of my heart. But come to figure out, man, I can't let people use me. Facts, you know. So mm-hmm. you got to make sure that your business is in is in place. Make sure, like, if you're writing a song, make sure you copyright your song. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it's played on the radio, you're getting royalties for it. Mm-hmm. And, with that comes just responsibility, man, and people respect you for your work. And when it comes to just being humble and between humbleness and cockiness. So this is a good example. This is a good example. Uh, if I send you a song, be like, man, listen to this jump, bro. This jump go hard, bro. Mm-hmm. And you give me critique, and then I'll be like, you know, like, mm-hmm. I ain't asked you for that. But mm-hmm. if I send you something, I'm excited. I'm kind of like, hey, bro, I think this is going to be something. Give me your critiques, bro. How, what, how can I get better? Like that's a humble person speaking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, you like you're not saying that you're the best. You're saying that, man. I think I got something special. Mm-hmm. Just say confidence in you, and it's kind of like, hey, man, do you think this will be, you know, something? And that's their humbleness, man. Or even if I say, bro, I think this song gonna bless you, bro. Listen mm-hmm. to it. Or I think I think the words to the, the lyrics to this song is befitting to you. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. now, I feel like that's that's being humble. Or and I or you and I saw people like they be like, hey, I did this, I did this, right. I did this, and I be like, hey, bro, I hit you up about a song for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, 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 right. I, I, ain't, I ain't talking to you about the ten thousand songs you done produce. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> right. So yeah, bro, just you, you'll know, bro. You'll feel it. You'll feel it. Sure. The people who look Eric. What was that? Um, I guess what made you fall in love with it? Like it was, it's part of your culture. Like you was doing it in the womb, doing it two years old. But like, when did you really like fall in love? Like yo, like I love this. I want to do this. Different, different stages, man. Mm-hmm. Different stages. Um, initially, I wanted to be the best drummer. Um, At your school, or watch just it. church, or just ever, man, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, because mm-hmm. I, I, I was in the band. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like middle school, high school. Yeah, I was in the band, middle school, high school. I thought I was the like the best. I was the best from where I'm from. You know what okay. I'm saying? But I'm from a very small town. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, band competitions and stuff, man. And you get the best from their towns or whatever. And mm. and, and, I, and I held my ground, but it, it motivated me. Like, man, I can do this, but this nigga here can mm. do this. You know what I'm saying? So it made me practice, practice, practice. And when it came to the keys, man, I initially just wanted to be the best gospel keyboard player. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And um, but in order to be great, you gotta listen to all genre of music. Yeah. I didn't true. know that until I stretched myself and I started hanging around older musicians who 
were in the prime, in their prime. You know what I'm saying? And they told me when I was young, hey, you need to listen to this, listen to country, man. Mm. Do this, do this. And man, I started writing when I was like 15. Okay. okay. 14 to 15. And it wasn't it wasn't a passion, it was always a gift. You know mm. what I'm saying? So I didn't really take it serious like that. When songs came to me, I wrote them and just called it a day. But now that I'm older, I know my purpose mm. when it comes to music, man. And producing songwriting, that's that's my purpose and that's my passion. I mm. love playing keys, love being a drummer. I can play multiple things, but this, those are just my gifts. I can do it, they're talents, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But producing songwriting, yeah, like, I feel like that, that's my that's my purpose, and I'm, I'm walking into my my true purpose. So that's so it's just like the the growth in me is what is what motivated me to to be who, who like to be like the songwriter, to be the producer that I am now. I mean, I just just the growth in the process. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, what was like, that? Tra- what was that transition like? Because you you were probably doing like I'm imagining doing like more live stuff. You weren't really recording like middle school and high school. Like you was you was playing on it. You was you was getting your skills together in the different instruments. Um, yeah, man. But what was that? I guess transition like of going to like okay, now I want to record this and I want to edit and produce my own stuff and be a part of it. Like what was that like? Man, you ever been in the studio and you record and you paying this person all this money and you kind of like this man ain't doing nothing but clicking a button, like, <laughs> <laughs> like hold, like hold up, G. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It. I never wanted to have my own studio, but I always wanted to produce. Okay. So when okay. you produce, when you produce, you, I, I use, I pretty much just go into everybody else's studios and, hey, I need this, I need that. Um, mm. I pay you for your studio time. Mm-hmm. My artist comes in and we go in. You know what okay. I'm saying? And okay. I never want to be like kind of hands out. But as you know, you've been in my career. Like I got my own studio now. And right. It's just because man, I have my own group and I write and I and I produce and I send it out to different artists. So it's kind of like, man, I'm not going to be paying, you know, mm-hmm. nobody, you know, to do that. So. I, I set up my own in-home studio and what were like some of those I'm just imagining for like listeners that maybe younger ones that may be getting started off into it or even people that, that want to make that transition going to like producer move like what is that the essential like what, what do you need to get started with like a home studio type thing man what did you start you, over you, you need a recording software and honestly with well, I started late therefore I already knew game you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I don't like I, I might not have been the best at the recording software that I got but I knew but you, not to get not to get no garage band. Right. <laughs> right. You, you know what I'm saying? For the, me, for the music that I'm doing and right, for right, the artists right. that I'm trying to bring into my house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or bring into my, my mind. So I'm like, okay, I either got to get Pro Tools, Logic, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, I'm a musician first and I'm a creator. So I feel like Logic is best for the creators. Okay. Um, okay. When you mixing and mastering, um, I suggest Pro Tools, just like the industry standard. Either Pro Tools or Logic is what pretty okay. much all the industry people are using. And like I said, like I'm a musician first, so when I'm doing, when I'm playing, and when I'm creating, Logic is so user friendly uh, okay. for the creators. You know what I'm saying? Now, when it comes to like the engineers that are mixing and mastering, and you're panning stuff, and you're doing like the different ways, I suggest Pro Tools. Okay. Yeah, I suggest Pro Tools because it's, it's it's definitely the the standard that's that's the got it the standard when it comes to that type of stuff yeah but i would say this can't nobody 
can't nobody beat you at being you. True. So when it like I can I can do stuff with my logic, and they be like, man, is this like who mm. is this? Mm-hmm. But that's just me, and because I know me, I know yeah. myself, and I'm a logic person. You okay. Know what I'm so people always like, I'm gonna tell you, bro, I, I do not go with the crowd. Prime okay. example, you know, I got a MacBook. Yeah. iMac. Yeah. But I have a Android. <laughs> got the droid. Green and bubble. I would everybody like all, y'all even know who in the hell got this green bubble. Right. Like <laughs> and I said, my niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always me, man. My line brothers be pissed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, man, we can name our group. You can't even <laughs> you can't even name the group. <laughs> you can't even name the group because of me. But it's just it's just me, bro. I'm I'm just, I'm just different. <laughs> nah, but what what I hear you saying though is like you find your own sound. Like yes, mm-hmm. you, like depending on where you're at financially, where you're at starting off, exactly. um, get something. You know, you need something basic. Like you could use GarageBand, but it's, it wouldn't be something that's a long term thing. Right. But just whatever software you use, like find your own. I guess your sound, your niche, and, and yeah. then just perfect your craft and find your own uh, unique sound. And just build, man. Like humble, hum, humble. Right. humble beginners because when I started like now um, I got a focus right interface a two channel focus right that's okay. what I've been doing all my recordings on bro hmm. that's on iTunes and every, that's what I've been using bro now I got because I, I just got married in October congrats, October congrats. and you know Beautiful what I'm saying like, so like the budget thank you man and yeah. like the, the budget like yeah. I had a nice wedding, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's kind of like so some got a, so studio got to hold off. Yeah, so yeah. I got the essential things that I needed for my studio, but I mean, I want to have the best of the best. Right, right, so, right. Literally yesterday, bro, I just ordered me a uh, a subwoofer, which is a sub like give me that okay. Case yeah, yeah, yeah. I just ordered that. That's like five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just ordered me another stand for my keyboards. So okay. it'll look like, cause you know, like right now, like, cause I got multiple keyboards, but I got some in my church, yeah. some back home in Bolivar with my folks. And I got um, a boy here with no keyboard stand. I literally got my keyboard on some chairs mm-hmm. simply because I've been budgeting and doing other stuff, bro. Cause like, man, when you, when you're building a family and building a, a, a long term life, but sometimes stuff will wait. And my thing is, when you hear me, you don't see my keyboard sitting right. on those on those chairs. So, right. long story short, man, I got the stand that I wanted. Right. And I just got the uh, the Apollo interface, bro, which is like the top of the line. Like you know how people have these big analog boards in these uh-huh. major studios. Yeah. The Apollo is 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 the same thing as it. Okay. Okay. And it, it costs it costs money, but. Yeah. I'm able to do it now. Now, right. a year and a half late, like a year over a year later after I started my studio. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I worked this focus right. I know this focus right interface, and mm-hmm. it, it gave me the sound I wanted. So now I have to, you know, do some studying and some YouTubing about the mm-hmm. Apollo interface. Mm-hmm. But, bro, it's like just building and, and humble beginnings, bro. Like, I was confident with, with the focus right, and now I'm taking my my uh my game to another level you know what right. i'm saying so and and i like and that's why i always say man just be confident where you are and who you are because i know people that use garage band bro and it can be cold Ooh, ice creamington <laughs> <laughs> right 
Nah, but yeah, just do you when you look at your development and like how you how you challenge yourself to develop? Like for me, like with the podcast, it's like all right, first I just want to get it out. I want to get into routine. I just want to put this out, put out content. Then I want to be better at you know um, being a host. Then I want to be better at like the production side. So I have these goals for myself. When you look at it, like what is your because you have the music side where you're actually creating, then you got the production mm-hmm. side, then you got like the back side. You're kind of like your own manager since like you get right. your own equipment. So like, how do you, I guess, build out a timeline for yourself? So like some people, like I know sometimes like I want it now and if I don't get it now, I get frustrated if I don't get it now. So how do you like build those goals out for yourself, but in a, in a good time, what in a good timely way? Life life does it for me because <laughs> right. um, um, people call me just to be the musician mm-hmm. and people call me just to be the producer. You know what I'm saying? And with the producer, I'm over everything. You know what I'm saying? So I always, uh, when I'm working for an artist, I always ask, what do they want? Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's my job to bring what they want to life. Mm -hmm. So, like, when it comes to to production, man, like, you got to have, you got to have the musician side of you, but you got to be disciplined, disciplined enough to know that, hold on, these vocals got to be A1 too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and not yeah. just the keys, but if this is a a rap song, within well, the bass and 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 the thump got to be right on top of the mix. You know what I'm saying, right? Nobody want to hear no no uh, no Gotti, and you can't hear the bass. Right, 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 right. You need to you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have, and it's crazy. You. You got to have the 808. Got to. Yeah. You, know, you got to have that joint, bro. So yeah. it's just, like I said, life do it. Life, life, life do it for you, bro. Like, but do you like intentionally seek a lot? Yo, like I want to, this year, I want to get better at production or this time period. Do you essentially, do you like intentionally look out for those opportunities? Like, man, I need some more production oh, opportunities or something like that. That's like strictly production is what you see of me now. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Branding and everything. Like, like people see me playing you know people mm-hmm. know i'm fred the keyboard player but the, the the producer is still fresh maybe like three four years now okay although i've been doing it i never knew that but I that's where your phase that you're focusing on most yeah so that's gotcha. what i'm sharpening now that's why i'm studying different uh producers you know what i'm saying and yeah. my thing i i i study producers that i like you know what i'm saying uh, a lot of times um people just study every some of everybody bro i don't even listen to a uh, little insider about me i don't even really listen to music like that really i listen I, nah man i i watch more sports <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i watch more sports man and yeah. uh man just kicking it more than anything but i listen to like what I want to listen to, man. So, say for instance, if I'm doing a reggae song or something like that, that's what I study. Okay. You know what I'm saying? For that session. Right. I said it because, like, the way my brain operates, man, I just pick up stuff on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like once, if I start, I, I get bored quick. <laughs> so, it's kind of like, same. I don't want to, yeah. But, like, when, when I'm trying to write, I mean, I listen to a lot of country music. Okay. Because like their lyrics, bro. Like they tell a story, some country music. I ain't gonna, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I put on some country music. Okay, they tell a little story. Yeah, man. But that's the writer in me. And most people be like, you listen to country, but like (laughs) you understand if you're a real white, a real writer. Yeah. You like, man, like the way they use their words, man. Like (laughs) one of my favorite songs is by Blake Shelton, Honeybee. 
Wow. You know what I'm saying, bro? Okay. And listen to that joint. Yeah. And because sometimes, like, being a writer and just me and what my ear likes, sometimes I can't even comprehend what most rappers are saying. <laughs> right. Some of these new you know ones. What I'm saying? I was just yeah, saying that with my man's like, some, I don't know what the hell he's saying. Like, that mumble yeah. rap joint is like, yo, I can't even hear you. Like, what are you saying? Your beat, is, your beat and your hook is carrying you. That's it. Because yeah. your lyrics is trash, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, and I'm an advocate for 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 my for my young hitters that are making it out here, man. So I gotta shout out my my young bull Kivo Money. Uh, yes, right sir. Now. You put me and on my, <laughs> and my other young bull uh, Tyree the Gun Man. Okay, I, those those my those my two young bulls in the rap game and in the, in the industry who who are making noise. So I always shout out them. Although they're, uh, I do majority like gospel R and B. You know, what I'm saying like soul mm-hmm. type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I still like man. I still, I always pour it into those young guys, man. And now like they're making it on their side of the industry. Yeah, keep on doing it. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah he, right. he's doing really good right now, bro. He's on the up and up, as I like yep. to say. Yep. And he and he's hungry. You know what I'm saying? He's, yeah. He's he's hungry for it. And when you got talent, bro, talent is some money can't buy. Real shit. Yeah. So yeah. so like the man can sing, he can rap. You know what I'm saying? So and people don't even know that about him. Like the average person, like if you just listened to the album, you weren't necessarily from the city or or you didn't know it, like, yeah, you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know that, bro. So like, that's why I always tell people, man, just talent. be humble, man. Mm-hmm. Just be humble. Your talent gonna make room for you. Mm-hmm. Your talent working, gonna make room. That's why, that's why some people are one hit wonders. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they got this one hot song, but they don't have no talent. Somebody else wrote you that song, it fits mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't have the money to pay for nothing else hot like this. Right, because you got to pay for marketing, and you got to pay for all these things, bro. You got to pay for distribution. You know what I'm saying? Like message and music out here, man. So like I tell people all the time, man, you got the gift, got the talent. Somebody will find you. People will invest in you. Yeah, you know? yeah oh, definitely. Man. So when you, so as a producer, you, um, I as a as a creator, you're more on the gospel side right now. As a producer, like you, you, you're kind of bouncing around genres. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Like, depend whoever calls. Like, I don't care yeah. what it is. Yeah. Like, whatever it is, bro. I, I got the confidence in myself to, like, I and the thing is, man, that with, a, with being a producer, you don't have to know how to play this. So you don't right. have to know how to do this. You make the right, right phone calls. Right. Okay. You make sure that the right phone calls are made, man. And that's what a lot of people, that's where they fail it. They they feel like just cause I'm a I'm a keyboard player and I can play drums and I can create loops, I should do I should be on everything I produce. Mm. But I don't play I don't play on seventy five percent of the stuff I produce. <laughs> okay, you know okay. what I'm saying? Because I feel like my style fits my style of playing fits a certain genre or a certain style of music. Mm-hmm. You know, like man, I just released a, a Christmas single called Show Love. Yes, sir. I wrote the song. I produced that joint, but I didn't play not nothing on it. Okay. Because <laughs> it didn't fit me. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? And I'm perfectly fine with it. I feel like that's what great producers do. But you allow to, as a producer, you, you want to stay true to what the artist wants the sound to. Like, you want to stay true to with that. So you you have to have a good enough ear to mix what yes. you know sounds dope and what the artist wants. So that's what makes you like a great Egg. producer. Like, you got to mix it. Exactly. Two. Exactly, and then like just man, that pride stuff. Like, yeah. where does that come from when you create? I, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we trying to. It's about these songs, not not no feelings, not any feelings. You know what right. I'm saying? So like a lot of times people have 
phenomenal songs, man. And the production is A1, but the vibe isn't there. Mm-hmm. Like the mix is A1. The focus A1. Some missing. Some is missing, bro. And sometimes the biggest part is you got a song that don't fit that artist. Mm, true. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's some songs I already that back in it, like years ago, I recorded with my group, with my gospel group. But now, as now the producer in me is being sharpened, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this song to this person. Mm, because okay. it's a real, they are, they are really better sound the for them. Just, it'll really do the song justice. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So now, like when I'm writing, I, I never have a, uh, a selfish mindset as to like, man, this everything I write is for me. Nah, mm. nah, because one thing people have to learn, man, I my goal is for everybody to eat. Yeah, yeah. like I want my I want my, I want to eat off I want to eat off my t- off my pen, and I want my brothers, my sisters. I want I want them to eat off of off of, off the shows from the songs I write. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You want to build that team? Yeah, man. And and that's just that's just the industry in general, man. Like. It's enough music out here for everybody to eat. True. You know what I'm saying? You got True. some people got thousands of songs, bro, and they're sitting on because they don't want nobody else to sing them. Mm-hmm. Bro, you missing out on money, you missing out on relationships, and then mm-hmm. you just missing out on on the ultimate blessing of helping somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I always feel like it's a blessing in helping people, bro. Like, and it's crazy because in what we do for a living, like the educational piece of us. Hey, we this is this is a purpose thing because this show right. ain't all peaches and cream. No, nah, it's definitely about it's not about the money. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't That's about sure. the money. You definitely know what I'm saying, bro? But, but we but we but we know what it feels like to to make an impact on people's life, man. So that's why when it comes and that principle stands for the music side of me and the educational side of me, bro. Like mm-hmm. it's a blessing and being a blessing, man. That's why I always be a part of education to some capacity, whether mm-hmm. it's inside a school building or doing my own thing where I always be a part of the the youth because I feel like that's what motivates me to do the music and I feel like the music is what makes my mind um so hip to what what the kids like I feel like the right. kids love the like man Coach Fred cool as a mug Coach Fred yeah. man, y'all hear Coach Fred music man right, right, you know right. what I'm saying and I'm able like and think about it bro if you ain't, I hoop back in school, you hoop, you know what I'm saying? Like, but like, if you ain't hooping or if you ain't super smart, bro, you kind of like get lost in the dirt nowadays. Real, because, real. Because, because, man, like they're taking the, and it's crazy that we just segueing into this, man, they're mm-hmm. taking the the extracurricular stuff out of public schools, man. Hey, and like, yep, yep. And, and I, and not, not, don't, don't even let me say public schools, man, out of the, out, out of the poverty. Uh, poverty communities. Yeah, yep, yep. They're out of our schools. Out of our schools. Yeah, our schools. What's bro. that German, Germantown out there? They ain't losing no man, damn money. They ain't losing nothing, bro. They probably like, they built everything. Uh, studios. I, I'm pretty sure man. a couple of them high schools got bruh. So, bro, And that's why, like, and, and I went to the University of Memphis, bro. I didn't go to HBCU. I went to the University of Memphis because I thought Memphis was best for me to to mold me into the musician that I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be around black people, white people, Mexicans. I wanted to be around everybody because I feel like my intellect is there and I also feel like my gift is there. And I mean, and I, I, mean, I grew up around 
a lot of black people. So I ain't, I love my people. Yeah. But I I I, I love everybody, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not I'm not one of these one of these people to be like my kids gotta go to HBCU. That's right. not me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just me. I, I am. Went to University of Memphis and I felt like I was the blackest I could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I went there, bro, and man, I when I when I was in the music department, I was I was in the the music department for two years at U of M. I thought I wanted to be like a band instructor. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Everything at one. Okay. But I went to the U of M, bro, and I fell completely out of love with music. Damn, out of love. Out of love, bro. Damn. And I'm going to tell you it. why, man. Like, so I was on a full drum scholarship, right? Mm-hmm. So I was a percussionist, and then piano was my second instrument or whatever, because I okay. couldn't re- I couldn't sight read fluently enough to get a scholarship with piano, gotcha. right? So, but I was a guru at the at the drum thing, like mm-hmm. drum set, snare drum, quads, you name it. I could play that play that easy. Mm-hmm. And man, I went, and you got people that could sight read, they tell off, but if I play a if I play a tune right now, they can't get on the drums and play. Damn. I'm like, and they, what and they on, the? And they on scholarship. I was, bro, being, and, bro, they like be getting praised, bro. Like they the ghosts. I'm, they white too, huh? White as hell. <laughs> I'm about to say. You know, like they the ghosts, bro. Like, right. man, oh, God, they're so phenomenal. They said nothing like, bro. But if I put on, click on a song right now, bro, they can't find the beat. Can't. And my thing is from from my culture where mm-hmm. I come from, man. Every last one of my little baby cousins, one or two years old, know how to keep a beat. Yeah, right. You know how to clap on tempo. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. like, I was kind of like, it was more so like, hold on, man. Like y'all worship these type of musicians, but y'all don't appreciate these type of. That's musicians. the that's the that's the institute the, the institution like that's the systemic like they made it like very regimented and like it's almost like you're not even that situation would have led you. You would have been a, a band teacher. You wouldn't have been a, a creator or like you would have been more on the exactly. lines of like the, the art way of instructing exactly. people how to like but who cares if you bro. can read music you can't make no money for yourself simply right. by reading music and i thought and i and i i honestly thought that i would be playing multiple genres of music in which i was but man like the classical mm-hmm. like this i was kind of like man when are we gonna play <laughs> like some soul bro it's, it's yeah. a marvin gay or somebody like are we gonna touch this side of music because they, they're all equally important. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I don't want to, like, look at the history books that we were learning about. Man, you rarely seen black people, bro. Man. So, like, that's, that's the side of me was kind of like, if this, yeah. I'm going to do my own thing. I dropped out the band. Man, I got into the educational side. Okay. And, and, and then I flourished as a musician on my own on campus, mm. bro. So, all the gigs on campus, bro, mm-hmm. I was doing them. Like, mm. like, Everybody, man, 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 key, man, man. And then this, um, um, there's this big uh, music group on the U of, on the U of M campus called um, what is it name? Oh, Sound Fusion, bro. Okay. They give you full scholarship to travel around the state of Tennessee to our high schools recruiting. You recruit students and like they play like little like pop. Okay. Country. I think I did hear them. Funk. Yeah. Bro, super dope, bro. Like, I know a lot of people that um, that came from there, and they're like millionaire producers now. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like, like creators. So like that that group right there was phenomenal. Bro. Mm-hmm. Like they play everything. And I, I do appreciate that. Um, 
amp and I auditioned once, but like the piano player for Sound Fusion when I was in school was the same age as me. And okay. actually a girl, I, I forget her name, bro, but she's a producer for um, everybody now. She live in Cali. What's this girl name? She's from Memphis. Is it Lauren? I can't, I forget her name, bro, but like she's literally like, like P. Diddy, you name it. Like okay. She's written, she's, she's with super dope gotcha so like gotcha. she she kept the scholarship like the whole time bro but i i i, I created my own lane and that's what made me confident in in myself bro and what made me be like you know what i like playing what i like playing i like producing right. what i like producing right so, so i'm gonna just be free and i'm gonna flourish because i don't need like this to make me who i am gotcha yeah, found your own lane or created your own lane yeah what do you um man yeah that's crazy when you were Cause you were in a band in high school, right? Mm-hmm. What do you like? You were you were saying too, j- jumping back to it. Um, like if you don't play bat, if you don't play sports like basketball, or if you're not um, super into books like that, hook of band or some type of extracurricular, like that's your mm-hmm. that's your thing. And that's to me, it should be more of an emphasis. It seems like in a lot of schools that I worked at, like you said, the inner city schools, uh, more impoverished schools, like the extracurriculars take a not all the extracurriculars but like your your arts want to take a back seat your band's going to take a back seat to all these to the to your to your core content your ela mm-hmm. and your math and then your science and, and, and humanities it's like in all actuality i think that it should be either, either even or flipped in some cases because yeah there's a you can make a lifestyle in music and if you wow. talk not even just if, if if we learn back from from middle school not only how to um <clears throat> don't look at it as one dimensional not only of playing music like i think kids definitely should play instruments that help them out with their brain development all that i agree with that but like learning the different aspects of like if you would have got put on like at a young age like oh you could do you could do the production you can do like the importance of listening to different genres and getting put onto different genres earlier just that mindset i think will hook way more kids at a young age you're going to see them flourish because right now sometimes there's spaces they have nothing to connect to in school Right. Like education, it. the edu- the educational realm right now in, in in one big umbrella, it's only catering to one type of kid. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that's my issue. I mean, when I was in school, bro, I grew up in a small town of Bolivar, Tennessee, bro. Mm-hmm. And you had auto body, culinary, you had cosmetology, uh, you had driver's ed, bro. Like you had like gym mm-hmm. band choir uh drama mm. all of that bro so we're like my high school bro we had all of that bro so whatever i wanted to do bro i was a part of you know That's what i'm dope. saying and all of all of it was equally worshiped you know what i'm saying okay. as i would like to say well equally praised yeah because like say for instance if the cosmetology crew went on a trip and they won first place the morning announcement be like, give, shout out to the cosmetology crew, bro. Yeah. Like, or if the culinary arts crew went to a cookout and they won a one second place, let's give a shout out to the cosmetology crew. But now it's all about academics, academics. Well, well your core kind too. Yeah, like your yeah. ELA and your math and your science, like those. Yeah. I'm and my thing is, bro. Like, it's so much more. Bro, let's be real, bro. When you graduate from school and you don't and you're not in education even if you go to college and and you're a if, if i'm a producer bro, 
if, if I'm a producer and I'm looking at my computer screen, um, those classes have nothing to do with what I want to do. No, it's a waste of time, bro. Real rap. It, it, I mean, if I if I if I'm a mechanic, bro, and I know the I know how to read, I know how to do math. Like these extra damn classes don't have nothing to do with changing this oil, bro. <laughs> right. if, if I do air, if, if I do hair, or it, or let's say if I'm a, um, what's another a, another thing, bro? I, I got a cousin right now that makes a killing. He got his he got his own uh pit kennel like mm. pit bulls okay. bro he breed pit bulls he know he know him left and right that is like, some good bullies. money on the low though low key that's bro, good bread he, it's his business bro you get them thoroughbred dogs that are that's bro I'm talking about hey. the bloodline runs deep bro but I'm just saying bro like he's that's his business that's mm-hmm. what he's good mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. and I feel like now in education bro and and they always talk about like budget and all this. <laughs> Nah. Bruh, the cheapest thing to do that's the cheap like what first of all and and the, the problem Preach. is bruh, the reason why kids don't respect adults anymore is because they don't have adults in that building that relates to them bro mm-hmm. mm-hmm. shit i'm not finna mm-hmm. i'm not finna i'm not finna relate or or respect the person um that, that knows nothing about where i come from mm-hmm. that don't show me respect you know what i'm saying right. like that don't tell me that hey man you want to be a rapper Bro, be the best rapper you can be. I'm right. not finna respect the teacher to say, well, you know, I don't like rap. I'm not finna listen to that. But I don't feel like y'all making it. I'm like, man, you don't know, going on somewhere? Like, when I, just when I was in school, bro, I felt, I felt like everything was equal. Like, you could be whatever you wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And, but my, my mama, I thought she was a stickler for going to college. Like, she wasn't playing about that. Yeah. But it's like the other parts of me, bro got equally groomed like the, the music side i always knew the music thing was what i wanted to do bro. to right. write like even if i if i didn't go to college man i will always be good you know what i'm saying yeah like, i feel like and i feel like a lot of times we do stuff for other people um, mm-hmm. um that pressure and making yeah, parents like, happy or making like yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. honestly like I, I wanted to hoop but okay. but i had another outlet because i wasn't good enough to play in college you know gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, so my thing is this: kids, now, if you're a basketball player and you're not smart, you literally have no other option. Facts. Mm-hmm. Like you have, and you wonder why the crime rate is so high. Yeah. Like, and it's people, it, people who are committing these crimes were the most popular people in school. Facts. Think about it, bro. Yeah. Like, cause they have no nothing else was being nourished. Right. Nature, while 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 I'm putting seat, while I'm putting butts in the seats and, and your ticket sales are going up, when yeah. I'm dunking on people, bro, you 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 didn't care about my reading then, right? You know what I'm saying? You didn't care about this, but then when I graduate, it's kind of like get your diploma. If I go to college, cool. If not, I have nothing else for you. Right. I have nothing else for you, bro. So right. I just feel like we're we're not servicing the whole child, bro. I feel like not at all. Yeah, it's it a big issue for me, and that's the that's the real reason why I'm I'm still inside of a school building. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That just to be that 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 bridge for and being an advocate for all kids, man. Like you, like right. you know, bro. We work together, bro. You know the kids yeah. who 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 rock with us the most, bro. Right. 
Right. And, and it's it's crazy. The kids who rock with us the most are very smart, but they're the ones that pro- probably get in trouble the most. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Because, right. I mean, some of these kids be bored out their mind. Hell yeah. Class, 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 class. Hell yeah. They can't even go, but you don't even have time to to listen to listen to a beat or do nothing. You don't even have time to learn about nothing else. Yeah. But the whole system. The, the, the structure of it is just is all like the, the traditional learning now for for kids in this generation gen, I think if you was it gen Z um mm-hmm. even for some of the younger millennials it just doesn't fit like you you can't that's you're always going to butt heads you're always but you're sitting in class pretty much eight hours seven to eight hours a day depending on like what, what type of school if you're in a district school or a charter school who does that who goes from like you still <laughs> have this old you know assembly line mentality of like how to educate kids it doesn't connect to them as a person and you're losing so many between that's why like your things that are like your your non-academic sometimes can be most important because you can still make a good living for yourself like who said college was the best way to make a good living for myself like that's just that's not our mindset that's not necessarily benefiting us man i was um i was talking to my homeboy this is a little bit off but i was talking to my homeboy uh a couple of years ago I was like man you you see what was like maybe like the the 90s late uh, mid 90s where they really started pushing college like oh yeah go to college go to college go to college even our parents so even before then so really pushing college was like other um ethnicities and people uh were coming in they weren't going to college they were setting up businesses in our communities or they were putting their like they have very specific plan for their for their people it's like us as black people would just go to college and you'll figure it out you'll you'll do this like bro that doesn't necessarily benefit us the most and the same thing with like high school kids even trickling down to kids that we work with like we're yeah. we're pushing them into this thing and it's like it's not connecting with them how can i why should why should i care about this theoretical thing that may or not benefit me later on down the line and i got shit going on yeah. right now yeah and it's not helping yeah. me no, it's not helping me make, make no money you're not helping yeah, me. You're not yeah. helping me. You you set me up to be a worker. Okay, I yeah. can put a little bread. I can I can go maybe work at this fast food joint, work somewhere else. But you're not setting me up to put no money in my pocket for myself. Exactly. Because you you're not invest like these things haven't been deemed essential. Like you're you know, they, they call them soft soft, soft skills. Yeah, like man, come <laughs> on, like you can make a decent living for yourself by being a musician. You can make a decent living for yourself, like a great living, like doing these different things of not just going to college. And yeah, that's man, that's a you already know how I feel about that, man. It's yeah, bro. And, and what happened to multiple streams of income? Right, right, right. Like these but you, these folks go to college, bro, and then can't find a job because everybody doing the same thing now. Can't find a job and you in debt. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you man. got student I'm, loans out the ass. Cause it, what? Bruh. Man. It's like a system that's, 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 that's continuing to like push us further down the drain. Bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it takes people to go against it, bro. Like, I encourage everybody. Like, However you feel, it's okay. Right, but be an advocate. You know what I'm saying? Go get it too, like, though. Don't just talk about yeah. it. Go get it. Like you want to yeah, do this, man. Go get it. You want to be a, yeah. a comedian? You want you want to have all that, man? Go get it, then. Go get it, man. You sitting there it, telling man. jokes in class for free, but nigga, go go put up some content. Go get go, some go. money, bro. Right, right. Don't spend all your time busting jokes in class, and you ain't using to get no money from it. Mm-hmm. Do something bigger. That's real spit, bro. That's real spit. I respect man. it, but it's crazy when you think about it, bro. The only thing that's keeping our kids sane in those buildings, in 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 in, in those particular type of learning environments, is music. Bro, they damn, put, music's everywhere. Like, 
across everything. There's some form Bruh. of music involved in it. Bruh, these kids literally, as soon as the bell rang, they put their headphones in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bump they bump they what they want to play just to get their minds mm-hmm. back calm from somebody that was checking and they they, they weren't feeling it. <laughs> they feeling you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they weren't feeling it, bro. Like music is music. <laughs> I, I just feel like it's essential for our culture. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like it's essential because the the, the pros are there, there there is no cons. The only con to music and the educational system is sometimes what the kids listen to <laughs> is telling is is influencing them to do bad things. Yes. But my thing is when you take music out of the school system, when you take choir the the band when you take like the talent shows and stuff like that out of the school system you give them no other option right you know what right. i'm saying like what happened to like having like the talent shows and stuff in censoring Man. right you know what i'm saying censoring right. what what they say but you're also like, yeah no go ahead go ahead, go ahead. no you, you good bro uh yeah you but, you but you also provide opportunities when you have the talent show now you have the kid that he he may not even know, but if you organize if you organize the structure of that talent show, like let's say like you become like a producer in that sense, or uh, whatever it may be, like you're okay, yeah, I want to do this skit, but I want to do it this way, or this the line of like when you involve the kids in those different things, now they're they're getting different skill sets that are going to help them way beyond just the, the book, the textbooks. And and let me tell you what it does, bro. Without them even knowing it, when you have a talent show, you have the students. Who who do the talent show? But you also have who? You got the stage crew. You got the stage the, crew who worked it. You got um. Who picked the winners? Judges. You have judges. Yeah. Right. Let me preach this thing. Preach. So you got the people who has the talent. Mm-hmm. You have the people who work the show. Mm-hmm. They could potentially be business owners. Mm-hmm. They could potentially mm-hmm. be like just, marketing. just work marketing, bro. Get like it you out. got your whole crew. Yep. Hey, everybody, man, make sure y'all screen for this person. Make sure y'all yep. man look at LeBron James mm-hmm. and his homies in school, bro. Yes, he's the hooper. Yeah. But his best friend is a millionaire too. Yep. Math. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you be a beast at what you do. Now back back to the talent show, bro. You, and you also have the judges. Mm-hmm. So when that ninth grader sings and trembling at the book, <laughs> nervous, nervous, yeah. the judge gives you feedback. They have mm-hmm. judge sheets. They mm-hmm. look at your attire. They look at your skill. Mm-hmm. They look at your confidence, mm-hmm. crowd participation, all of this. Mm-hmm. As a ninth grader, you look at that sheet as a 10th grader, you come back, you get a little better. Mm-hmm. 11th grade, you get a little better. 12th grade, you get a little better. To where, like, when you come to 12th, they kind of like, man, he cold it's com- he Ooh, confidence. Yeah. yeah. Everything, bro. You have groomed a whole child. That's real stuff. Yes. To where like you you're 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 the kid is educated and the kid is talented. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That concludes my conversation with Fred P. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't already, make sure that you like this episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and also subscribe. You can also spread the word about the 44 Lifestyle on social media, especially if you're on Instagram. Tag us and get a shout out for sure. Appreciate the real ones that's already been doing this. You're the real MVP for real, for real. Until next time. Yo, man, like, 
I got I gotta get Ace back in the booth, man. It don't feel right. I gotta get him back in for his part, man. But um, but until next time, as always, stay black, stay blessed, forever for it. Love you. Peace.